What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Coffee and Cream. My name is Ray, also known as Cream. And my name is Carly and I'm Coffee. Real quick before we get started, we wanted to let you guys know that we are hoping to post every single week on Wednesdays. Now, given the whole college student thing, that may not happen every week, but we are hoping for the best. Yeah, so we don't really have like a set time, but just keep an eye out on Anchor and or Spotify where we post our podcasts sometime during the day on Wednesdays to find us. Anyways, before we get into today's episode, I have the best idea of my life, and I have been in college for a long time, but I have not thought this hard in a long time. But as a way to catch up with each other, while also sharing a bit of our week with you all, at the beginning of every week's episode, we will share what is brewing, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what is brewing in our life. And that's just a quick 30 seconds or minute recap of what we've been up to throughout the week. Uh, what do you think about that, Carly? Okay, so I think the idea is dumb. However, Ray went along with the entire podcast idea, so I owe him one. You this, indeed do. This is that one. Uh, so anyways, I'll talk about my brew. This week, or this past week, I took my first calculus test. I got a 93. For those of you who do not know me personally, I have failed calculus twice in the past. I'm taking it again this semester. I have turned over a new leaf, and I am doing well. Turn over a new leaf. A new tree, I'd argue. <laughs> yeah, I uprooted the tree, planted a new one. We are doing so well. Uh, my parents came to campus this weekend, so that was fun. We uh, did not do much, but I got my new debit card. My <laughs> uh, my card information was stolen, along with 300 buckaroonies. <laughs> $300. But I got my $300 back. I got my new card today. Nothing short of blessed. Also, I shredded the old one. I love shredding things. She has a problem. It's kind of concerning. My brew would be... Someone also stole my money, oddly enough. My credit card also got hacked. And we don't know why it was the two of us, but I noticed it first and then Carly did. And it was just, it was a whole ordeal. But I also got my new card already. Um, this week, I was super busy because one of my organizations had a ton of events, like an event every night. And that was like on top of schoolwork and all the other things. This and podcast. Was, this podcast, which I enjoy doing, so Heavy. not too much. Um, so I was very tired throughout the week like i'd wake up tired i'm like ugh, not again um also i thought it would be fun that during my brew if i did like my starbucks drink suggestion of the week and this week is a brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso 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 he okay <laughs> we have outlines for these episodes so we like stay relatively on track this man put in the outline expresso like <laughs> ex and i don't know I don't know who taught him <laughs> how to read or how to how to write, but it, it's embarrassing. For All right, him. That's, that's enough. <laughs> Not too much on my friend, though. Uh, okay. Anyway, so the actual point of today's episode, we will be talking about family dynamics and how those can change over the years, especially when we're like getting older, becoming adults, moving out of the house, going to college, whatever you did when you turned eighteen and got away from your parents. That is what we're talking about. Yeah, and in short, a family dynamic is just the way that an individual interacts with their family, and whether that family is biological or chosen, blood or not, 
A family dynamic encompasses the roles, the rules, and the general way that you communicate with those closest to you. And heavy on the blood are chosen because we may be blood, but that does not mean we are family. Certainly. So Ray and I have very different family dynamics. My parents are super chill and laid back. Ray's parents are, well, they, you tell the story best. My parents are not chill, nor are they laid back. Now, this is this is not, not too much on my parents. Love y'all to death. But they were kind of the ex- exact opposite. They were really strict growing up, but I feel like you kind of had to be. Well, looking back on like everything that was happening in the early 2000s, and they were like, I'm terrified for the future. Let me keep my child close. You know? I would love to say that I do. However, my parents, they did not, like, keep us far. We were close. Yeah. It just, we weren't, like, sheltered. And they weren't, like, got to keep an eye on that one. <laughs> got to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, go have fun. Do things that, go make mistakes. Make lots of mistakes before you go to college and make those mistakes. And we cannot save you. Definitely. So I'm the youngest, and we'll get into siblings later, but my parents were far less strict with me than they were with my older brothers, specifically the oldest one. He had he had been grounded, had the door taken away. The dude, d- the door. <laughs> yes, dude. That is absurd to me. I've heard about yes, that. Yes, it's crazy. Like Off the hinges. <laughs> I remember there were times he did not have a door, and it makes me laugh because I never had like my door taken away or my phone or my car, anything like that. Wait, did you have a lock on your door in your room? Yeah. Did you, like, whenever you came home, did you, like, automatically go in your room and close your door? Or did you keep it open? It kind of depended on the day. Like, if I needed to get something done, then I would shut the door. Or if, like, I had friends over, I would shut the door. That makes sense. I only started shutting my door. Well, one, obviously, when I'm changing my room, I'll shut my door. But only, like, shutting it when I go to bed, when I got to college and was visiting home. Are you serious? Yeah. I know you that's slept with the door open? Wide open. What was wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was not a thing in my house. I think everybody except my parents slept with their door shut. But that was mostly because, you know when you're like real young and you'd be like, Mom, I froed up. I froed up. Yeah. <laughs> I, love that. I love doing that to my mom now. I'll be like home for a weekend or whatever mm-hmm. and I'm out late. And I'll go into my mom's room and be like, Mom, I froed up. I did not froed up. <laughs> I just love pissing her off. Anyways. Uh, to get back on track, I had a curfew. I did not follow said curfew. It was a suggestion, if I'm being honest. I just kind of came and went whenever, wherever. I didn't have to ask. It was like, oh, hey, I'm going here, by the way, just so you know. This is who I'll be with. Just like a courtesy thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Respect. Safety. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They also had my location. So if they really wanted to know where I was going, they could check. But it, they didn't have my location so much as, like, we want to make sure that you're not lying to us about where you're going. Because yeah. there was trust in my house. Um, there were some kids in my high school that they clearly messed up somewhere along the way. Because mm-hmm. Life360, every app that you could have on your kid's phone, they had. Oh, and my they were, God. Were, there were ways to get around Life360, so I thought it was kind of pointless. But yeah. it was clear there was a lack of trust with a lot of kids in my high school and their parents. Oh, yeah. They, we have like the find my thing that comes with the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Life 360, all you really for either of them, all you have to do is put your phone on airplane mode. Yeah. I never did this, by the way, because trust. Right. But if I really wanted to sneak around, I literally could have just put my phone on airplane mode or been like, hey, I'm going to Madison's house and left my phone there and had her little sister like text for me. 
Probably. Either way, it wasn't that deep. I never did that, mom. I swear. (laughs) Anyways, um, I could also talk to my parents about literally anything, like at all. Everything. And I swore with my parents. Oh, but school. We must get to school. We have to. So I was self-sufficient. I made like straight A's all through high school because I was an academic weapon. That is not the case here. I'm passing, and that is all you need to do. That's all that matters, actually. Exactly. So as long as we were like passing, and I mean barely passing, like if we had C's, even D's, I think in high school that was passing, they'd be like, heck yeah, you (laughs) go, girl. Heck yeah. (laughs) So if the chores were done and the grades were good, we had total freedom. But that's not to say like we were out partying every night. We did have jobs. Mm -hmm. We were not We don't have bum kids in this family. And we do not. Mm -mm. That's really interesting. Uh, Going back to like the swearing thing, we never swore in our house. And I know that's that seems so odd to me because y'all swore in front of your parents? All the time. Starting in like ninth grade, by the way. Y'all started young. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I think just because of the way my parents were raised, that swearing would be like the ultimate. Well, probably not like the ultimate sin. Sin, in air quotes. But like <laughs> the ultimate no-no, if you will. But um, I also... In terms of going to my parents with things I was dealing with or, like, things that are happening in my life, like, at an early age, I was, I became pretty self-sufficient, like, independent. So, mm-hmm. I was like, I got everything. I got it. And I'm still kind of like that to this day. So, I don't really go to them with anything, but I know that I could if I had to. Yeah, I think my mom just likes to know, I guess. Like, if there was drama in the friend group, Mm-hmm. You bet your bottom dollar. Lori knew all about it. Lori knew names. <laughs> oh yes, and she and Lori had opinion. She was like that kid. Uh uh-uh. uh Bad kid, bad kid. It was so funny. Love Lori. Hope she's well. Me and my mom now. We sometimes when I get really upset about somebody not doing something, I'll talk to her about it. She says uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> but um, in my house there was so I had two older siblings as well. But there was no, like, oldest versus youngest dynamic in our house. We were kind of all treated the exact same. Well, from my perspective, but also my perspective may be a little biased because I am the youngest. Right. Um, But from what I could tell, and even now, none of my siblings are like, yeah, we were treated differently because we were older. Um, I was never grounded because up until, like, the last two years of high school, I wasn't really allowed to go anywhere. Um, And even still, it was, like, school events. And I would be like, I will be here. Here is who will also be here. I should be home around this time. And if I wasn't home around that time, well, I would get a text. And if the text went unanswered, I'd get a call. And I'd answer the phone. They would use my full government name. Uh, <laughs> it was the most terrifying thing ever. So wait, you didn't like... I assume you started driving... Junior-ish year. Yeah. Okay. So you, before that, you didn't like go to the mall with your friends? Mm-mm. Like you didn't go to the movies? No. What did you do? <laughs> I went to school. It was kind of a shock because looking back, I was like, I wasn't like social kid at all. In terms of being socialized as a kid, I felt like I was lacking and I don't know how I got like good at it later in life. But anyways. Who told you you were oh. good at it? Well, I, th- I thought since we were recording a podcast. You're not talking to anybody but me. Yeah. You realize I'm that. I'm socializing with you and, and our listeners. You're, doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> No technicalities. But you said you could just, you know, I'm going this place. And that was just like letting your parents know. I always had to ask. And it would always have to be in advance, like a few days in advance. And you have to have all the details then because there could be no room for 
plans to change or whatever. Just mm. couldn't get up and leave. And later I realized that was kind of useful. Uh, well, like knowing where your kid is going because yeah. kids were getting kidnapped. But also, you know, I was a kid and it was annoying to me then. I think my parents wanted to show us in some type of way that they trusted us. So I would I could get up, like go downstairs, be like, hey, I'm going to Madison's house. And just because we had a relationship where we had been building respect basically my entire life, they'd be like, okay. And then I would just tell them, because I respect them, this is where I will be. This is how long I will probably be there. If I'm going to be late, I'll try to remember to text you, but that may not always happen. Yeah. And that's that's like a good model for parenting, I think. Heavy. They did a great job. Look at how it turned out. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond good. Hope they're well. I uh, think they are. They were here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. Uh, for location tracking, it was kind of weird in my house. So there wasn't like explicit location tracking. There was this app I had on my phone. It was like the Verizon Help app, mm-hmm. and it was connected to my dad's phone because he paid my bills. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it allowed him to see where my phone was, but he never used it for that specifically. He used it to like pay bills on the phone it doesn't matter i don't know what he used it for but it was never used to track my phone there is also the verizon home thing i'm not sure if you're familiar i am it plugs into like the little plug-in in your car mm-hmm. and it like sends diagnostics to an app that my dad had but it also can tell you like speed and location of car but my dad didn't use it for like speed and location so he wasn't ever really tracking me but he could if he, he wanted could to. have yeah have you ever been pulled over no um I've, so my brother, when I was, I had my permit, so I was still riding with him. He got pulled over. He was going 60 and a 45. (laughs) That's how I got pulled over. I was so scared. I was, I was shaking. I wasn't (laughs) even in trouble. But since then, I've never really sped. Yeah. That's good. We can tell. You should be in the car with him when he drives to Walmart. It's, we're going 35 and a 55. Oh, do you want to go to Walmart tomorrow? Can we? Yeah, I need to buy groceries. Okay, perfect. (laughs) That's that had nothing to do with this. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so given what we just said, we had very different parents growing up, and even now our parents are very different. Anyways, uh, we do have one major thing in common, and that is siblings. We both have two older brothers, one that is like a lot older than us, and one that's a little closer to us in age. Ray, tell us about having brothers, please. Yeah, so like Carly mentioned, I have two older brothers. Uh, I'm the youngest, so the age gap between me and the oldest is like 10-ish years, I think. I'm pretty sure. And between me and my middle brother, it's like three years, give or take. But when I was a kid, I was super close with my oldest brother, the like 10-year, the one that's 10 years older than me. And he was like, you know how like big brothers, little brothers, that little dynamic? Well, I guess you don't know. But there's, like, a dynamic that I've noticed. He looked out for me, and I was just, like, always following him because, you know, I want to be just like my big brother when I grow up. Actually, no, I understand exactly what you're talking about. I don't think it's a – I don't think it's just a brother thing. Yeah. Because I followed them around like a puppy. Yeah, what else was I supposed to do? Exactly. Um, But over the years, that relationship kind of, like, faded out. But that was natural just because my oldest brother was moving on with life. And then when I was, like, in high school – and then when my middle brother came to college with me, we got closer in college. And it's it's like a different relationship when you're both adults and you don't see each other as often because you're like, wow, I haven't seen you in ages. Would you like to grab dinner sometimes? 
which is so different from what I was used to growing up. Right. Um, but yeah, my job as the youngest brother was to annoy my older brothers, and I was very, very good at it. But other than that, I don't think I had any privileges as the youngest. I think my privileges came in with being A, the youngest, and B, the only daughter. Ah, uh, the because, only daughter syndrome. Yes, and my father, he that man has been wrapped around my finger since 03, and that has done nothing but benefit me. Nothing okay? but. <laughs> and as the youngest, I got away with everything, because if... Okay, me and Benji were really close. Benji's my middle brother. He's a year and a half older. Mm -hmm. Okay, we were really close growing up because we were like always in the same school, going through basically the same things at the same time. And <laughs> if we were out like playing in the neighborhood with all the other little neighborhood hoodlums, you know, you know the kids. <laughs> the street kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we were doing something and we had gotten in trouble or whatever. Benji would get the fall. Because he should have been looking out for me. Yeah. And that cracks me up. It was not fair. But <laughs> as a child, I didn't care because I wasn't getting in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> so I have one brother that's a year and a half older. The other one is like six and a half years older. Mm -hmm. And he he did not want anything to do with us. We, we would be babysat by him. Which means he could not go out with his friends. Because he had to watch the children that did not belong to him. Not his own kids. Yes. And imagine what a life. Exactly. And he was, I feel like he would be in the teenage angst stage. So he was just mad that he had to watch us, which is valid. He was just mad in general, I fear. Heavy, heavy. But uh, he'd watch us and he would put us in timeout for literally anything. Mm -hmm. Like we were breathing too much, timeout. It was so funny. <laughs> Y'all were blinking too loud? Get <laughs> yes. in the corner. <laughs> and I think, I think Darian put him, put Benji in timeout more. I don't know why. He probably just hated Benji, which, and don't, don't we all? Sorry, Ben. I'm kidding. I don't hate my brothers. Um, so we'll yeah, he, he didn't want much to do with us. There was also always some sort of fight in my house, like roughhousing all the time. Like I have been hit in the head with a baseball bat. Yes. I've been hit in the head with a shovel. Okay. And you guys would not believe it. It was by the same brother. Both it's, times. It's almost like it's giving attempted murder. And it is. And and I need to talk to him about that. Actually, call him. He can be the guest right now. Um, he <laughs> he was a bully. Okay. Yeah, me and my me and my middle brother we used to fight all the time, but that was like I don't know. That was kind of like our normal. If we weren't going to be fighting, I don't know what we were going to be doing. Sitting exactly, in, exactly. Sitting and solving a puzzle or something. Yeah. See, we we didn't do that one in my house. We just fought all the time. Mm -hmm. And brothers are. Brothers are gross, but that's not the point of this. My brothers are not gross. Oh, mine are. Oh. Mine. Uh, and that's mm. you. They just... <laughs> Wait, were your rooms always clean when you were a kid? Oh, no. My room... Uh, I don't know what changed over the years, mm -hmm. but the way my room used to be filthy, like you could not see the floor. Uh-huh. I just have things everywhere, but over the years, I kind of got better with that. It still gets a little, you know, a little something here, a little something there. Right. But no... We used to get in trouble for our room so much because they would always be dirty. Okay, yeah, same. But, okay, mine wasn't bad when I was young until mm. I got to, like, high school. Dude, the way I refused to clean my room in high school, like, clothes on the floor everywhere, everywhere. Were you well? <laughs> Probably not, man. I don't know. But Benji and Darian, their rooms were always terrifying. <laughs> I... I was scared to stand in them. Like, what if I got eaten by the pile of stuff on the floor? <laughs> right. There's something hiding in that pile. Yeah. I know for a fact. Sometimes the piles are bigger than me. Yeah. Like, shit. 
not a good look for me. <laughs> like, darn. Um, but my room was just as messy. I'm not saying it was not. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that was important, but it was. Uh, there was this one time, though. Darian was babysitting us. And Benji was being annoying, I guess. I don't remember. And I had this pink satin Barbie jacket. Mm -hmm. And I love that Barbie jacket. And Darian, like, put Benji in it. And Benji was screaming, crying, all this stuff. Everything was going <laughs> wrong that a night. fit. Yes, it was very funny. Anyways, That's... brothers, what a time, right? You gotta love them. Yes, and as we've gotten older and we've all, like, moved away from home, except Benji, as we've, you know, <laughs> grown into adults, we've gotten much closer, I would argue. Yeah, I would say the same for me and my brothers, which is so weird. They say, you, you know, they say that distance makes the heart grow fonder, but I still, that still is not a logical explanation for me. Um, but, you know, closer as we got older. I think it's because the distance, and like you have to put effort into having a relationship with them. Yeah. And I feel bad because I get so busy with like my life outside of my family that I never actually reach out. It makes me feel really bad. I like, I should call my brothers. Mm. <laughs> but I'm sure they're busy too. So. Uh, You're probably wondering to yourself. How? How does this relate to college? And how does it, Ray? And we're going to get there, Carly. Trust we me. We are. Thank but God. But when you get to college, it is more than likely you, you're probably not living with your parents. So it's important to set boundaries because you're an adult now. I would argue that there is a shift in boundaries. There's a shift in dynamic when someone comes of age or goes to college or even just moves away. It may not be noticeable at first, uh, but then little changes like how much of your life you're willing to share, location sharing, or how you spend your money change completely this can be difficult for some but for others it's super easy how was that boundary setting for you friend it was pretty easy there was one night before i had moved out well to move here that me and my mom were just talking and she was like kind of joking saying oh we're gonna come visit you every weekend da, 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 da. and i was like uh, uh no not too much no <laughs> i was like if you guys want to come visit me that's cool i want to know at least three days in advance like i have three to let business my days. yes business <laughs> days I want to let my roommate know, like, I want to be able to clean the room because it's just not going to be clean. Mm -hmm. And then for, like, seeing my grades, I don't know how your county was for high school, but we we had, like, power school. Yeah, we did, too. Okay. So, you know, like, your parents could see your grades. Yeah. I was like, I could very well give you guys access to, like, my college grades, but I'm not going to do that mm -hmm. because... You're you may adult. be paying for it, but it's not really your business. Like, if you want to know, just call and ask me. If I feel like sharing, I will. Yeah. You get it. And then for things like my location and whatever, or like what I'm doing, like I'm not going to text you and be like, oh, I'm doing this with my friends this weekend. Like, you don't really need to know. If I want to tell you, I will. But it's, you don't need to know everything I'm doing. And then they would still have my location as well as like somebody up here that I knew at least would yeah. have my location. I have your location. You do have my location. <laughs> and I have yours. That is so... So good of us. We're so good at what we do. My mom would be proud. Um, but they couldn't, like, call me and be like, where are you at? Where are you at? Because if I go anywhere up here, as a freshman, obviously, if I went anywhere up here, it was going to look like I was somewhere random. Yeah. Because they have sketchy. never been here. <laughs> exactly. So, like, don't call me and ask me where I'm at or what I'm doing. I'm grown. Yeah. For me, there wasn't, well, there wasn't, like, a conversation, like you said. I know you don't, like, sit down and make time for those conversations usually. They just happen spur of the moment type things. Yeah. But that conversation never happened. But there was, like, a noticeable shift in the dynamic from high school to college. And I summed it, or 
I chalked it up to just being my parents trying to let me grow up in air quotes because whatever growing up actually means. Uh, trying to let me grow up, become an adult without like them there. Learn about the real world, also in air quotes, because whatever the real world is. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> but they no longer asked or checked my grades. Um, but that also kind of tapered out in the later years of high school because, you know, you become like self-sufficient regarding your academics. And when I got to college, I feel like the motivation for me to do well was like for myself and not for them. And I had an extremely hard time getting away from always asking to do things like, you know, like I said earlier, I always, always have to ask to go places and do things. But I realized once I got to college, I could just literally leave my room, walk and do whatever I wanted. And that was so strange and new to me, but I didn't abuse it. That's a flex because a Heavy. lot of first years I've noticed love to abuse that freedom. Yes. Um, location sharing. It was a thing of the past, but it wasn't ever really a thing. Like I said, I didn't bring my car my freshman year, the one that had the plug in. And so not like they could tell where I was anyway. Heavy. And I deleted the app off my phone. So. <laughs> <laughs> YOLO. Um, I never really told my parents about what I was doing because I still had that fear in the back of my mind that they would be upset or like worried. Not like really upset. You remember the Rapunzel movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you remember how Rapunzel's the, the the mother or the villain wouldn't let Rapunzel leave the tower because you know you just can't leave the tower. She didn't ever give her a reason. My parents. Wouldn't... Oh, she did. She did. Wait, what was the reason? Mother knows best. Oh, right. Listen to your mother. <laughs> You're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, my parents were like, leave the tower, but tell us where you're going because the world out there is crazy. Anyways. Get out of the tower. Don't get... go too far. <laughs> <laughs> get out of the tower, but not too out. <laughs> you can go, like, 10 feet out the front door of the tower. <laughs> but I'm watching from the window. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I'll try that again. Um, I never really told my parents any about the activities that I was doing. Activities being, like... I'm going to the city or I'm going to the store. I'm going to cook out at 3 a.m. I'm going to Waffle House at 2 a.m. Because, I don't know, I was still kind of scared that they would be upset about it or, like, worried about me. So I never really talked to them about that kind of stuff. I think, okay, so you said something about not abusing their freedom. My parents gave me, at least, and I feel like Benji got the same freedom, I guess. But I feel like they gave us a lot of freedom, more freedom than high schoolers typically get. To, like, go out and be out past curfew, if you want to even consider it a curfew. <sighs> and, like, do things that could potentially get us in trouble. Not, like, nothing crazy. Yeah. But, like, drinking water, of course. Of like, course. They would let us do that. Yeah. Because they didn't want us to go out into the real world and never had experienced these things. Water. Yes, water, of course. Uh -huh. And go crazy and then get in actual trouble yeah, because that, we were adults. I think that's, like... If I was ever going to parent, that's the way I would do it. Yeah. Because you have to expose people to that prior or they will go crazy whenever they get their hands on it, I think. Exactly. And that's just, it's not a good look. We talked about it in the last episode. If you get to wherever you're going as an adult and just go crazy and act stupid, no one's going to like you. No one. It's uh, not a good look, really. <laughs> it's not. It's very embarrassing. So good on my parents for that. I'm so proud of you. And I would argue that, you know. They I, they did the best with me. I, right. I'm yeah. I'm looking at living proof right here. Yes, I'm success. If you've made it this far. Yeah. And, you know, both of our parents stopped having kids after us, and that means something. Right. We are perfect. 
we they were satisfied. They were. That's what they're saying. <laughs> I heard the streets talking about it. Anyways, <laughs> me too. <laughs> we are getting quite carried or <laughs> carried away <laughs> over being the favorites. Okay, so I think I think that's all we have to talk about today. Yeah, that wraps up our episode. Uh, this was my topic. I love everything about this topic. I think it is so fun to talk about how different our parents are. And we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it. Uh, remember that no matter what you do after you turn 18, you should be setting boundaries with literally everybody in your life. Everybody. Yes, friends, family, coworkers, significant others, all of the people in your life. You should have very clear boundaries with them. Uh, just especially your parents. And emph- emphasis on your parents. Heavy okay? on your parents. <laughs> Heavy on the parents. Most parents want to see us do well. And sometimes when they're like making sure we succeed, they're very controlling. Mm-hmm. So set boundaries with them. Maybe pause the podcast, come back. Don't forget to come back, but pause it. Go do that, and then come back and listen to the rest. We'll stop talking. You don't even have to pause. Oh, wait. I'm joking. We won't wait. (laughs) Yeah, just to piggyback off of what Carly said, boundary setting is important with everybody in your life. It can literally shape how a person can treat you, but also it can shape the people you surround yourself with, and I think that's really important. Heavy. Well... Well, is that all you have to say? That's that's all I had to say. Uh, a man of knowledge and wisdom. And wisdom. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to our... This is not our very first. This is our <laughs> second episode of Coffee Get and Cream. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening to our second episode of Coffee and Cream. Thank you to our families for supporting us and being our topic of conversation today. We love you guys many times over for that. Thank you all for listening to Coffee and Cream. Remember to be safe, be smart, and set boundaries. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.